1: Hi there and welcome to This is Ibrox, you are joining Craig, Ross and myself for something pretty unique. We, we just watched the game at my house today, uh, something we don't often get to do so that, that was quite nice in, in getting to watch it back. We're normally absolutely freezing but I'm sweating my pan in here to be honest with you and not because Rangers won 2-0. But listen Craig, look, we'll just get straight into it. That lineup, uh, I think was met with a bit of trepidation from the Rangers supporters, I for one was not... Uh, overly enthused when i saw that lineup but how how did you react to the lineup actually
2: yeah i think given how the last few weeks have went i probably reacted more favourably to that lineup than i would have had it been say 3 4 months ago uh, towards the start of the season i think it's just symptomatic of where we are as a squad where we are as a team with with injuries i think it's um, it's really taking its toll but what is really impressive is how it's galvanised the squad in recent weeks especially in what have been really big games in terms of Betis away and then top in the Europa League group you then get Aberdeen a couple of days after and the, the League Cup final you win that you keep winning in the league close the gap from 8 points to 2 points it's been a really 2 points with a game in hand I should say um, so it's been a really positive one and these are the players that have actually taken us through the vast majority of, of that so while on paper, I would, I would not thank you for that lineup, probably in most Rangers games. We saw again today how it can work and how it can get us, get us three points on the board, and, and the, the train kind of keeps rolling on that front. So, um, overall, I, I think um, the midfield two of Dow and um, Stellan is probably the, the surprise and, and the biggest symptom of, or the biggest sign of where we are currently. It's not one that I would ever expect to see, really, but I thought both did well, both took their chance. And tricky conditions as well. So overall, it was um not one I'd expect to see, but one that I'm glad got got us three points today.
1: Yeah, and Ross, look, the perfect start for you here for the podcast because we're, we've got a a goal to talk in uh, the first sort of four minutes. It was a really, really good goal. um Really good build up play from Rangers. Great ball. I think Dowell initially won it back, and then for me the. Plays it into Desos and that, see that pass that he has to, to lay that ball back off to him for his for his assist. I think that's a it's a phenomenal pass, phenomenal weight of pass as well. And then the finish really really good. But I mean, you just cannot ask for a for a better start than that.
3: No, I think I think the start from Rangers was really good today. I, I- uh, I think Motherwell kind of played into Rangers' hand a little bit today. They came out and obviously wanted to try and play from the back. And uh, and Rangers have obviously sensed that early on. They've pressed high, and that's something we've wanted to see as a fan base for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've wanted to see Rangers start the games like this, and they have today. Um, they do really well. They win the ball back. Kieran Dill, and he plays, yeah, like you said, a really good one too with Cyril Dessers. And we've seen in weeks uh, gone by with Cyril Dessers that maybe that kind of link-up play hasn't been there. But today done really well with that plays it into Dibble, who I think, again, actually takes a really good touch to drag the ball away from the defender and he smashes it high into into Liam Kelly's goal. So... Really good goal. Really happy for Kieran Dowell because he's came into the team today and he's obviously trying to make an impact and <laughs> that's the best way to make an impact, isn't it? After Scoring after three or four minutes. So really good goal from Rangers. Started really, really well and I, and I think that set the tone for the, the first 15, 20 minutes of the game.
1: Yeah, 100%. Craig was absolutely delighted because he doesn't have the two of us <laughs> panicking because we hadn't scored earlier. Um, look, I'll just come on to, to the next goal here as well, the next action point in that first half. It didn't take long for, <laughs> for Rangers to score again. Um, round about the 15-minute mark there's just a, it's just a wonderful batter play from Rangers. Just the passing, just to keep the move going. Uh, you know, the ball went back and forward from from side to side. It's a really really good ball into the box from from van I'm not sure if it's a, a a good touch or a or a bad touch from from uh, SEMA, but. You know, it's a goal that I've seen Sima score a couple of times this season against Batiste, uh and I, I can't remember who the other one was—Saint Mirren or something like that, maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that's something we've been working on—is you know, getting players into the box quickly to, you
2: know, to score that type of goal. But it was just—it was a lovely weighted finish from from Cantwell in the end. Yeah, I think everything about that goal was was really good. First of all, the timing of it was class because you're two 0 up after 15 minutes and you're almost strolling at that, at that point. Um, the fact that the, the finish itself from Todd Cantwell was was really good and something we probably need to see more of from Todd Cantwell going forward. But we were watching the move as it was progressing and we were seeing we were seeing the, we are seeing the passing at all, at all times and going from side to side. You're moving up the park slowly and you're yeah, they're playing between the lines and. We were, that's normally when it breaks down because you have a good passing move and it gets to the edge of the box and then mm. kinda nothing happens or there's a lost pass or whatever and then this time there wasn't. So actually I have, I think I assume we'll see some point on social media exactly how many passes there were in that that yeah. passage of play. But um it was a real positive one I think it's exactly exactly how Philip Comant wants us to play um, in terms of that, that pass and that movement, um, the um, shifting the opposition around, especially when they're playing a, a sort of more defensive style. I thought Motherwell came out more at us today than I would have necessarily expected, which played right into our hands as we saw in the first sort 10-15 of minutes, but our press as well was so effective and we saw that with the first goal, but 2 and up after fifty minutes, two good goals you're thinking, right, let's go on and make this Four or five didn't quite materialise mm-hmm. in that way. We, um I think, we struggled with the conditions. We saw at times the ball going a bit mental with it, with the wind and things like that. But ultimately, the, the main thing that mattered today was three points and no injuries. And I think maybe, maybe we just about got there.
1: Yeah, I think I see a team that's been playing more than that like this, had more games the same personnel on the pitch i think we do go in and win that a bit more so I'll, I'll score a few more goals i should say but yeah and the only other action point to talk about in the first half was was uh, the bit where jack butland his aura was so imperious that the ball actually didn't want to go anywhere near him that was not the wind it was just jack butland um but look there and well ross Seeing as it's christmas i was maybe going to leave this point a wee bit later but we've we've just talked about him scoring um Get your overall thoughts in and Cantwell, particularly in the first half. I really felt that he was pulling the strings, making things tick. A, game, a side of his game, he's, he's not afraid to get into a challenge now, which I'm quite enjoying. Um, but yeah, listen, here you go. You can get in your soapbox and talk about Todd Cantwell for the next five minutes.
3: Yeah, I really appreciate it. It really does feel like Christmas <laughs> now. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, I, I think Todd Cantwell, especially in that first 15-20 minutes, was superb again. Um, I think once he's been moved back into that number 10 position under Clermont, he's really grabbed the opportunity. He's obviously trying to show that this where he, this is where he should be playing if he's playing for Rangers. Um, and he's really shown he's our most creative outlet. I think we were all saying in the summer that this Rangers team had to be built around Todd Cantwell. I think we can all see the talent he has as a footballer. Mm. And I think he's starting to really show that. And also, I've said this before, the other side of his game is actually really good. You know, he, he does the hard work. He tracks his runner. He's not, like you said, he's not afraid to make a challenge. And that's what I want to see. From someone that's wearing the Rangers jersey, I want I wanted to give everything in all kind of facets of the game. So yeah, really impressed with him again. Um, I think he's going to kick on another level now because he's starting to get that consistency in that position, and I think you're going to see more from him. And and just on the goal itself, really good finish. Actually, it's not easy when the ball's bobbling like that. You're on the edge of the box, and he just slots it by Liam Kelly. It's one of those ones where he's really just passed it into the into the corner, and and that's what you want to see from a player in that position. Composure, isn't it? Um, and he showed that. So yeah, really impressed with Todd Campbell again. I think he's he's really like you said before grabbing that opportunity.
1: Yeah, like I said, grabbing that opportunity. That's that's the perfect way to put it. It's he's in that squad after he got hooked after the Batiste game. I thought <laughs> to be honest, not the Batiste, The what game was it? Ar- Ramiel. They play in the same colours. Um, that that that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that he was not not done. But I did not expect him to, be, to see as much of him. But he's really really. Taking that opportunity as a number ten, and and speaking of a couple of guys that have taken their opportunity in that
2: squad, Craig. Uh, you give me out? the mic, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was just going to say, I love the use of the word "hout," yeah, yeah. <laughs> which about ten percent of support will actually understand. Yeah. So them. Um. Oh, it's a it's a brilliant word, man. But yeah, like
1: two guys that have taken their opportunity in that that team due injuries for me, Ross McCausland and and Dujon Sterling. Just a word on on the pair of them, and maybe. Are you surprised that McCausland's had as much game time as he had, especially given the manager alluded to it a couple of times?
2: Yeah, I think um, it was one of the f- it was after the first game, potentially the second game that Ross McCausland played. Phil kind of immediately said, "Look, he's he's a young player. He's just coming into the squad. He's he's good enough to play for the team, but he's he's not going to be at the the fitness level, the strength level, um, to be able to deliver every three days." And I think we all accepted that as fans when he said that. So we were fully expecting we'll he'll you know, maybe dip in and out the team and. He's played every game since, so uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he played seven or eight games in that in that period since, and he seems to have played every single one. I, I thought St Johnston during the week was the perfect time for Scott Wright to potentially come in. Now he was he was back from injury again today it was another opportunity for that to happen, and actually it's been interesting that McCausland is has uh maintained his starting slot on those ones. I think he's not been in his best form the last few games. Mm don't know if that's a sign of that don't know if it's a sign of actually opposition and now understand a bit about how he plays because they've got a record to go against and they can they've got some video footage to be able to show and they realize he goes inside nine times out of ten and that sort of stuff so it'll be be interesting to see how that develops but I think it was um, for Ross real. it's a real positive and it's good to see him but I think he potentially maybe does need a wee bit of a rest Mm -hmm. and it'll be interesting to see especially in this next week when We've got the, the, the Old Firm game um, on the 30th. It'll be interesting to see, does he get that starting slot? Is he trusted in that starting slot? I think he will be. Yep. But it'll be interesting to see if he plays again on Wednesday against Ross County, he doesn't have a great game again. Does he Does he continue to fill that right wing slot? Yeah, and
1: Craig's given us his thoughts there on, on McCausland. So, Ross, I'm looking for your thoughts, and I, I love it when players give, give nicknames. I love Doge, Big Doge. Um, what, what what did you make of him today and just his, his contribution to... The team, I suppose, it has only been a few games this season, but it's him slotting into central midfield, it's mind-blowing stuff.
3: Yeah, I I think he deserves a lot of credit because he's shown how versatile he is, and I I don't think it's something we really... Uh, looked at him upon in terms of when he came in. I think a, a lot of people felt he was he was a right back, and then there was talk around him playing as a centre back, which I remember him shutting that down pretty quickly, <laughs> yeah. uh, saying he wasn't a centre back. So yeah, to come in to, to play centre midfield, you know, and a good few games for us now, and he doesn't look out of place, which is always the thing you would say mm-hmm. is the biggest compliment for something like that. If they're playing out of the position, they don't look out of place, and yeah, I think everyone loves that type of player, even if he's not a midfielder, someone that just gets around the pitch. You know, there was certain times today where Motherwell looked like they might have an. Opportunity to break and he was straight over making the tackle making the interception yeah, yeah. everyone loves a player like that they just you, you can just imagine he's a nightmare to play against um so yeah I, i'm really impressed with those I'm i'm still not convinced he will be a central midfielder long term for rangers mm-hmm. but the fact that he can come in they can cover at the moment it, it, you know it's extremely beneficial for us obviously philip come on is recognized he can play in there as well so there's a lot of credit that goes to the manager on that one and yeah, let's let's hope he can keep those performance levels up because I think there's a there's a strong possibility he will start in central midfield at, at Parkhead on the thirtieth. So let's hope can keep these levels.
1: Well, that's that. You know, it's something the manager said he would do when he come in. It's not only you know look to get another players see with the squad improve, but he's improving people within that squad. He he just seems like a coach. He's making things you know simple um, and and not overcomplicating the message. And speaking of keeping it simple not overcomplicating the message, I think that's certainly something from a defensive point of view since Clermont's come in Ross um, we have looked you know really sound really solid Um, what what have you made of, of that I mean that's seven wins out of seven I think there's four or five clean sheets in there and and I'll say this stat was there was uh, the last three games we have because did zero shots on target which is phenomenal
3: Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I think it comes down to that style that Clement wanted to to see in his Rangers team when it was dominant, wasn't it? That was always the word he was using. I think you're starting to see that. I think... Rangers, I don't think at times are playing scintillating football. I don't think they look as good as they can be. Now, of course, injuries play a part in that. They always do. If you've got different players coming in and out of the team every single week, it's very difficult to build up kind of rhythm between people. So I'm not going to be too harsh on the team on that. But what I would say is it's certainly a dominant style that the opposition are not really getting a lot of chances. That's summed up by that statistic there in terms of the shots on target. But I think even when you're watching the games now, you're quite comfortable with the game. You know, I can think of... Games at Ibrooks in the last couple of weeks in terms of um, St Mirren, Dundee, there's St Johnston the other night, obviously today. I think there's there's teams in the league that have given us a bit of trouble before, that yeah. they're not really having any opportunity against us. And I think that's something that you definitely want to get back as a team. You want to kind of go into games and you want the opposition to feel like they've not really got a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, you want the game to kind of be dead within the first 20 minutes. And I think you're starting to get that again with a Rangers team. Something we've wanted for a long time, isn't it? That dominant style of football, because I, th- I think I've said this before, if you put teams under pressure in this league on the ball, they will make mistakes. Yeah, they will make mistakes. And this is something we've wanted to see for a long time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think there's more to come. I think there's another gear. Um, whether that's with January signings or getting players back from injury, I think this Rangers team have another year when it comes to t- in possession. But out of possession, teams are really, really struggling against us at the moment. And that—that's title-winning form, isn't it? Those defensive numbers are title-winning form, and that's certainly what I want to see at the end of the season.
1: Yeah, that's what you like to hear—is title-winning form. But you know, Ross touched on that word—they are dominant—and and it's really difficult to to disagree with that, given the way we've played. But Craig, this, this team have earned that right for me since Clements come in. Like, I mean, it was uh, the game midweek there when I just wasn't. You were just like, I think we're just going and win this. When I was, I was not at all. But I really feel that they have earned that now. And are you surprised to have seen these changes so quickly and how dominant that we have become under Clement?
2: Uh, no, because it's what he said he wanted to do. It it's was one of the first things he said that he wanted to create was dominant football. I think how quickly he's been able to implement it. I think how quickly he's been able to take this squad of players who were all over the place, who were struggling, didn't look like they knew what they were supposed to be doing on the pitch, didn't look like they were taking any sort of direction or instruction related on formation. Um, I think I have have seen with Sunderland how, that, how quickly that can <laughs> yeah. that can inset, yeah, inset yesterday um, as they lost 3-0, but there's certain players that are so important to that and Conor Goldson is one of them um, I think at the back we've seen some games where it's been potentially Suter and Davies together or Suter and Balogun we do not look anywhere near as comfortable or confident when Conor Goldson isn't there so it was a wee bit of a concern when he went, we went down with five minutes to go um, obviously he was getting a wee bit of treatment on his groin so hopefully that's just a, a small thing that can be overcome in the next couple of days um, but definitely by by the 30th against Celtic because he'll be a a vital part of, of any performance that we put in there if we're going to get a positive result. So uh, James Tavernier, I think, is another one who's been really important. John Lundstrom would be one, yep. albeit it wasn't in the in the team today. So these are the kind of players that have been so important to creating that that dominance and, and having that solid base for us to then build upon. Um, but I think it's... I'm not surprised that it's happened. I'm surprised how quickly it has, though. Yeah, it's magnificent, though, no, that... that.
1: Dominations got us a top spot in the Europa League uh, group uh, a trophy and and within our own hands to to get back to, to top of the league if we've won our game in hand which I at this moment in time I'm expecting us to do so look listen that just about sums it up there's one final thing to, to ask you both before we before we finish uh, I actually struggled with this I always think maybe it's either we've played really really badly so I can't think of a man of a match or it's just been a bit of a team performance and for me I don't think anybody Individually stood out. I'm going to make you pick a man of the match though, Ross. Um, but yeah, who, anybody stand out for you today?
3: I think for me, it's between uh, Abdallah Sima and Todd Campwell again. I think uh, Abdallah Sima again has shown how influential he is for this team. He's always the out ball that looks to be who we always try and hit um, when we're under a little bit of pressure at the back. And I think both ways, he's, he's really good at the moment. Defensively, he's really good. He tracks his man. It's very, very difficult for officers and fullbacks to get by him. So I really like to see that side of him. Uh, but I'm going to go with Todd Campwell. I think in the first 15, 20 minutes, he's made the impact that's won the game for Rangers. Um, I know the rest of the game it became a wee bit difficult for Rangers to play. Motherwell as well, to be fair to them. The, the weather wasn't great today. Um, but he's done enough in that first half, I think, to, to earn Man of the Match. So, I'm going to go with Todd Cantwell for this one.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. And Craig, you? Um, I wouldn't have Todd Cantwell in there, to be fair. Um, albeit, albeit Ross has put quite a convincing argument forward <laughs> for it. I had Abdallah Seema or uh, Cyril Dessers in there as my uh, Man of the Match. I think Cyril Dessers has really come on a game in recent weeks and he showed again um, how he can he, he's the link-up play has got so much better Um, uh, Filipe this I think has said that he's been spending some time um, with Cyril Dessers um, and, and improving that and Cyril Dessers has said the same in press conferences as well so they're obviously they're obviously working on, on individuals to try and improve and, and, and get them into better form and I think we're seeing the fruits of that now from mm-hmm. um from serial Deser's his his assist for Kieran Dowell's goal was really good. Mother will, Mother will have a really physical defence as well. So he was strong enough and he was big enough to take the ball in and, and have that link um mm-hmm. between um the strikers in the midfield to bring them into play and, and guys like Todd give guys like Todd Cantwell and Asima the ball. I think Abdel Asima is Again, continuing to be particularly impressive, he had a wee dip. Um, I think it was prior to St Sunderland game um, when so much was made about the fact that he had just had a baby and how much sleep he was getting. I think he was he was having to put in daily reports to to the the Rangers media as to how <laughs> how much he'd slept the night before. But um, since then, he's he's come back onto a game and he's such a vital part of how we play. His pace, um, his ability to run run directly at players um, his ability to be that out ball when we are maybe in a bit of trouble and you can just lump a ball over the top and he'll be nine times out of ten he's going to catch it but also the defensive work he does as well we saw so many times in the game today he was back at his own corner flag and he's he's seen the ball out for a goal kick or he's, he's, forcing, he's forcing the forcing the other player to go back the way and it's I think Abdallah Seema has um, really impressed me and there's been a lot of discussion about should we sign him permanently mm-hmm. if, if we can I think we should um, but uh, so I think he's my man of the match today, Abdul bit but Cyril was I thought, deserved a special mention.
1: Yeah, just a, a quick one to the viewers and listeners out there. This is the second time we've recorded this because the we didn't record the audio the first time, and I genuinely thought you were going to change to, yeah. to my man of the match there, Craig. I was like, oh no, he's taking my points away from me here. But no, that I, I think it's, you know... Cantwell, I think it's a fair shout, uh, Seema a really good shout as well, but for me, and I said I know I'm, I'm absolutely going to get slaughtered for this, but I'm going to give it to Desos, I do understand that, okay, he did, he had a, there was that shot that went out um, went out wide, but I'm going to claim the wind caught that one, but just, just you can see the confidence in him now, as you said, his hold-up play was so much better, I thought he was desperately unlucky not to score, the first one he was offside, he was definitely offside, but I'd like to see those lines again for, for the second one, that's all I'm saying, uh, um, but yeah, I just think he, he's just really coming into a game and given that he's, well, I, I'm, I won't include Sam Lammers in, uh, as a striking option there, but I, given that he's our only fetch. Sh- Realistic striking option at the minute. I'm pretty delighted that he's hitting form at the right minute. But listen, everybody, just want to say thanks to you, Craig, and thanks to yourself, Ross, for joining us in the podcast. We will be back on Wednesday. um We will be playing Ross County. <laughs> I've already been told that once and forgotten it again. We'll be playing Ross County at Wednesday, and then there's the small matter of of old form on the 30th. I'm not quite sure who's doing that. But listen, just want to say thank you to everybody for watching us, joining us. As always, it's been a it's been a up and down. Year as as Rangers supporters, but we just want to say thank you for sticking with us. There'll be more content to come in a new year. Look forward to a really good winter break from this. Is Ibrox, and we just want to wish, wish you all a merry, merry Christmas. Take care over there, and goodbye.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network